Dog, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass, making it happen. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And with me, as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, all I'm hearing about is Harry and this booster shot. And we weren't sure if he was going to make it to the podcast, but he seems to be, um, I don't know. You look the same to me. What's going on with you? Oh, no, I just uh, got shot in the left arm yesterday and pretty sore, pretty tight. Now it's into my back and neck. So, uh, you know, that's what happens when uh, you mix uh, vaccines, I guess. Right, Darren? You have a <laughs> neck? <laughs> what does that mean pretty sore pretty tight i don't know i, I haven't heard that before hurting i'm here oh uh, all right listen I've why did it. you I've get done i've done it from the uh, hospitals so uh, i've done it that's true i'm surprised you even got a booster shot are you high risk or something are you considered high risk <laughs> anyway all right forget uh, it Move on. Must have, must have had a coupon or something. All right. Uh, we're going to go over Thursday night football props. First touchdown, the winner, the side, the total, all of it. We're going to pick our best conf- college conference bet value-wise for football. I want to promote the Extra Points Arcade. Yes. ExtraPoints.com slash arcade. Our college pick em. winner in week nine was Danny Foster. Got 15 right. Uh, NFL prop quiz was Jordan Dodge. Seven right. NFL pick em, Alex Fisher. 10 right. Good job by you. They have, uh, they get the gold hat. None of us have the gold hat, guys. Although I think I'm owed a gold Wait, hat. Yeah. Didn't I win I one of these? I think you won early on. Yeah. I, I would like to get one so I could wear one. Yeah, try I'm, to I win feel, one. Uh, I'm not even close. I feel like. I, you know what? I'm going to, I got to get this gold hat. This is ridiculous. It's owed to me. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Week 10 contests are up, including the November prop culture. Um, it includes a lot of stuff about Adele's new album, Succession. Yeah. Harry, will Al Roker wear a fedora to the Thanksgiving Day Parade? In the first time, first time we see him, will he be wearing a fedora? I already did mine. I said yes. You said yes. All right. I also Paul, saw I how many calories Harry's going to have, too. On yeah, I was going yeah. to say that. And Who I came up with that oh, one? I forgot over, about that. That's the tiebreaker. I have yeah. to keep track of that, how over, many calories well, you ingest on Thanksgiving. Over under. Yeah. I said over under for that. Uh-huh. Uh, bonus 30. question or what a tiebreaker question of a hundred percent. You could say a hundred percent of people or, or under. So that put one and then just zeros until you couldn't fit any more zeros in. Wait, what? For, for what calories? For, yeah. Right. That everybody's, everybody's doing that for Harry. You right? know, you know what oh, I put? I see. You know, oh, you know I what I put? Right? Gotcha, I mean, gotcha. that's what, yeah. that's what, you know, Darren, you know what I put yeah. for my number? What's yeah. that? I put three letters. D U H. <laughs> you can't put letters, Harry. You don't allow it. Come on. Didn't You're allow screwing it, people but... over here. Yes. Oh, so you think people, Parley Kid, just did one zero, 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 yeah, zero, zero, I did. zero. One, I just did yeah. one and then zeros until right. I could get Lose the tiebreaker. Well, Lose you're tie a winner. Break. You know what? Let's mail you the yellow hat right now. Um, <laughs> Ravens, Dolphins. What do we got here? Seven and a half and 46 and a half. I always forget to check these um, That's right. from the morning tonight. That's right. Is that what it yeah. is? Seven and a half. Yep. 46 and a half. Now I have to pass on this because I'm picking this on the Thursday pregame show. I'm trying to break a three game slide here, guys. I picked 11 in a row and now I've lost three in a row. Now I'm just as good as anyone else. Actually, I'm worse, way worse than everybody else. <laughs> but Parlay kid, help us out. You like the Ravens laying the points. Doesn't look like two is going to start, right? It's Jacoby Brissett. 
against uh, the miracle worker, Lamar Jackson, just pulls everything out of his ass in the fourth quarter, right? How many right. teams has he done this to already? The Lions? Who's he done yep. this to? The Lions, the Chiefs, the um, Colts, the Colts, Colts. And, uh, and last week, too, against the, the Minnesota. Vikings. Yeah. Good Lord, they're six and yeah. two. Everyone in that division, everyone else is like has five wins. Right, and, and my feeling here, Sal, is that that trend's got to stop. I, I really feel like one of these games they're going to put a complete game together. Uh, uh, they're going to win. The Dolphins are thirtieth in the league in defense. They're thirtieth in the league in offense. They are not a good football team. Uh, they certainly cannot contain Lamar Jackson. Uh, Marquise Brown is. You know, say what you want. The guy's becoming a legitimate wide receiver, uh, combined now with Mark Andrews, uh, uh, Bateman uh, from uh, Minnesota, University of Minnesota. Yep. Am I right when I say that? Yep, that's uh, right. Is is um, making uh, a little bit of a dent here. He's really uh, helping that offense out. Uh, I think. I think we're going to see one of Baltimore's best games this week against. Uh, this Dolphins team who just quite frankly, Tua reset. I does it really matter? No, no running backs scare you. Um, yeah, no big play threats really just, on that team. There's for just sure. nothing on that team that scares you. I think the Ravens are due for a like a double digit win here, Sal. I think they get it on Thursday night. Wow. I'm looking at their again. I can I can't pick them, but this will let you know where I'm thinking here. They're over under for when they're they're two and seven. Brother Bry, usually good at this. What's their over under for wins? Oh, Dolphin. Dolphin. Uh, uh, four and a half. It's five and a half. Wow. Right? They now I'm looking at so their they schedule. They have the Jets four. twice. Yeah, they have the right. Jets well, twice. That, that makes sense, I guess. Four. They got Jets twice and the Giants. And uh, but Patriots, done with Saints, Buffalo. Patriots, Saints, Dolphins. Panthers. I don't know. That's still four. I don't. I don't know that they win the rest. All right. I, I don't want to give away what I'm doing. I can't do it. You see, you, you, you led me down there. All right, uh, Harry. What do you like? You like the other side? I do like the other side. Look, on Thursday games this year, the winner of the game is won by six points or less six out of nine times. Games have been close. Uh, I like. Uh, listen, Brissett, lead this team. Show some pride in this team. You know, you guys oh. team won ten games last year. And you think like he's listening to this? Maybe, maybe, listening. maybe he okay. gets us. But the Ravens are like. Very fortunate. They've been like Sally said, maybe it's luck, maybe whatever you want to call it. It's been very fortunate to me. They've won four games by six points or less this season. Four games. Um, I just think maybe Is the Dolphins are gonna make it close and they get <laughs> plus a seven up. I really don't love the game, but I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points here. All right, brother Bry. Uh, you have anything to add? I think you like the Dolphins as well. Yeah, I like the Dolphins getting seven and a half, too. Um, you know, like you were saying, Ravens six and two, but aside from that Chargers game, right at home, everything's been close. Three and five against the spread, one and two against the spread on the road. Um, they're co- coming off a four game homestand, right? They haven't been on the road since October 3rd. And even in those four home games, they were one and three against the spread. The Ravens. Uh, have given up 72 points in the last two games. And it took great play, obviously, by Jackson to pull out a bunch of these games. I just think seven and a half is too many on the road on a short week, uh, even with Brissett starting. Um, like Harry said, these games have been relatively close. So I would I would take the points here. Hmm. 
parlay, kid. Are you making uh, a money line parlay with the Ravens? Are you looking into the weekend, or are you keeping this separate from your? No, Sunday you know, so uh, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> well, don't uh, let I me mean, now that you, you mentioned it, it didn't work for me last it. week when I put the Chiefs on everything and yeah, then I mean, let, so, let it to the Bills. That or a two-team teaser or something that right. I'll, I'll throw the Ravens on with uh, with somebody. I have to now that you mention it. All right, I'm uh, sorry. Thank I did you. That. I, no, right, no, no, no. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's a must, right? So, <laughs> Darren, I, I, well, Darren, just care. I Darren, can't ask a, you. Darren, when's the last time you took a plus seven and a half up to plus fourteen and a half or thirteen and a half on the teaser? When's the last time you did that? Uh, I did Why it last. It? I I did it last week on a four a four teamer. I okay. took uh, Good on question, four Harry. teamers. On Good four job. teamers, I'll buy. Just curious on those points. Yeah, that's good. And I Is lost. Interview, so. Do your interview over? A hard hitting interview over, Harry. Uh, Fanduel NFL season's flying by. There's a big Week Ten Monday night matchup. This is Thursday. We're talking Monday. Rams and 49ers. Fanduel Sportsbook about to make it even bigger because they're giving new customers thirty to one odds on either team to win. That means you can win hundred and fifty dollars on a five dollar bet. Whoa! I mean, Rams obviously favored over the 49ers, who looked like crap. Um, not good at home. And get thirty to one on a team that never uh, betting against a team that never wins at home. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, or take the 49ers to bounce back. You could do it, and you could do same game parlays. How about Darnold, uh, Aaron? Not Dar- not Darnold. He's gone. Oh my God! I almost got Harry going. Aaron Donald <laughs> over sacks. Uh, Cooper Cup anytime touchdown. Do that. Rams money line that'll pay nice number there. That's probably about four and a half, five to one plus four eighty. Good. Fanduel sports betting made simple. They're always hooking you up. With great offers, number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe and secure, and you win. You get paid in as little as two hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Sign up with promo code against all odds this week before the Rams 49ers. You can win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code against all odds exclusively on the FanDuel sportsbook app. All right, let's give you a prop now from this Thursday game. I like Devonta Freeman. Anytime touchdown. Where did this guy come from, guys? Plus 130. He had a receiving touchdown last week. A rushing touchdown the two previous weeks. So that's three in the last three games. 15 touches last week versus Minnesota. Latavius Murray is doubtful. I, I don't think there's any way he plays on a short week. They'll give him. Not going to rush him back yet. 10 days off after this. Freeman, Florida State alum, gets it going. Scores for fourth week in a row. Plus 130. Good number there. Brother Brian, what you got? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I got Mike Gusecki over 20 and a half longest reception. A few things to like about the Dolphins offense this year, right? Except, well, a few things to like about the whole team, except for Gusecki and Waddle. Um, mm-hmm. It would be fun to watch Gusecki play with a really good quarterback because he is very good. Um, but for a tight end, you know, even though he's really more of a receiver, he definitely makes a ton of plays down downfield. Before this past week, he's gone six straight weeks with a reception of 22 yards or more. The Ravens, which I find this is weird, the Ravens have struggled against the tight ends, giving up 73 yards per game, which is one hmm. of the worst in the league. So I think Gusecki's going to have to, you know, Brissett's going to have to throw to him, make, you know, two, one or two or three big plays for, for this team to have a chance of winning. And I think uh, he definitely gets over 20 and a half one time at least. All right. Longest reception, 20 and a half. You're going over. I like Gusecki. I have him on at least two of my uh, 37 fantasy <laughs> leagues. Uh, all right. Gaskin, Harry, over 21 and a half receiving yards, not at one time like Kasicki, but uh, you're saying total over 21 and a half. Yeah, and the money on that is minus 114. Look, Baltimore's 31st in the league 
in passing yards against three straight weeks in opposing running back versus Baltimore has gone over 21 yards receiving. Uh, Gaskin had over 21 last week versus Houston. He's had at least four uh, receiving targets in nine of his 10 games this season. He's been used plenty out of the backfield for the Dolphins. Um, So I'm going to go over 21 and a half receiving yards. All right. It's all throwing here with these props here, except, well, I had the anytime touchdown. Freeman will catch one, but Barley Kid, what do you like? You going to Hollywood here? Hollywood Brown, Sal, over four and a half receptions at plus 116. I like the plus in front of this number here. Uh, Brown has gone over this five out of eight games this year. Uh, He's actually on pace for over 90 receptions, over 1,400 yards. He's emerging uh, as a big-time threat here for the Ravens. Sal has been targeted 26 times in the last two games. I think that he stays hot here. Uh, Jackson looks for him early and often. I think he goes over this four and a half quite comfortably. All right, four and a half receptions over plus 116, you say. Let's go first touchdown to be scored. Now, listen, I laid it out earlier in the week. This is a ripoff bet. We get it. Not Nothing against FanDuel. This is just everybody. The, the odds are not going to match up. If you look at touchdown receptions or touchdown rushes versus the odds that they give versus the games they play, it's never going to add up. But it's a fun bet. And, boy, do you have bragging rights when it hits. And I am going to brag when Rashad Bateman, who the Parlay Kid mentioned, Minnesota Golden Gopher targeted 20 times in three games. Incredible spinning catch last week yep. against the uh, Vikings. Been talking up his first touchdown all week, what he's going to do when he gets his first touchdown, how important it is. Well, he gets his first and the first of the game. I think, you know, this is no longer a run first team. Lamar, I get it. They came from behind last week against Minnesota, but he threw 41 times. And like I said, 20 targets in three games, four Rashad Bateman, he will be the first touchdown scorer at 12 to 1 odds. Parley Kid, we like to do this with the tight ends, don't we? Yeah, like Andrews at plus 850. Um, again, I love to, I wish this was more like 10 to 1, but I'll take the plus 850. Uh, Andrews has not gotten on the board as much this year as he would like. Three touchdowns for him so far in the season after producing 10 last year. But what I do like about Andrews is he's a guy that, uh, not only is you know a good tight end that's good to pick inside the red zone, but Andrews also catches the ball downfield. Uh, so he's a threat not only to maybe score inside the 10, but the, the Ravens could have the ball at, at the 40, and Andrews could be uh, scoring from that range too. So I'll take the plus 850 at a guy who had double digits last year and touchdowns and think that he's also he's also due for another one soon. All right, Brother Bright. Now, Brother Parlay Kid took Hollywood Brown over four and a half receptions. You like him for first touchdown, unless there's another Brown I don't know about. Yeah, I like him. I'm trying to, I was trying right. to find um, some of these really high odds. It's weird. There's some guys that like 20 to 1 who I've barely ever even heard of on, on this list. So, um, yeah, not a lot of great <laughs> fantasy options. <in> not <laughs> a lot, but yeah, I like him at 7 to 1. You know, the Dolphins have been the worst team in the league against the pass. Uh, they've given up 12 touchdowns to wide receivers so far this season. Like part of the kid was saying before, Brown has six on the season. He's been targeted 26 times in the last two games, which seems like a, a ton for Marquise Brown, for sure. Um, I think he, yeah, I think he has a big game in this one. So I like him uh, leading off with a bang. Yeah, he's uh, second in odds at 7-1. Lamar Jackson, plus 650. And if you look way, way, way down the list, <laughs> you will find Harry's pick. <laughs> 
a defense just snubbing his nose at this uh, whoever wrote in and, and advised us against taking defenses, or at least the ones Harry took for first touchdown. Which one you got, Harry? At 39 to 1, I am taking the Dolphins' defense and special teams. This is a 100% spite bet against that guy who wrote in. Right. He told <laughs> me, listen, he said you need at least 45 to 1. Listen, 39 to 1 will work. I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> Total spite bet. No reasoning behind this spite none, bet. None, none. Right. None. You're going to get back at. Um, so let me just explain what's going to happen here. Harry doesn't know this person who called him a fool for betting, um, you know, defenses uh, to score first. Harry's going to pick the defense. He's not going to bet it at all. And then so the, the, this doesn't matter at all. I might. No, waste I time. might. I might. Well, you should. You should have to bet this. Come on. And I will. No all problem. Right. There you go. All right. Two dollars. <laughs> no reason behind it. No reason. Seventy eight. Great. All right. For more um, unreasonable picks, uh, we'll have them in a minute. College football conference bets after this break. All right. You know, it's hard now. We, no, we have four podcasts. We go through just about every single prop out there. College football, we did um, to make the playoffs best odds. We've done Heisman, I don't know, six, 16, 17 times we've done in the last 10 weeks. But we haven't done conference winners. Best bet for conference winners. Let me just read some of these off to you. The college conference winners. Georgia is a favorite of the SEC, minus 220. Ohio State, minus 300 for Big 10. For Big 12, it's Oklahoma, minus 300. For ACC, Pittsburgh, plus 115. That's the most competitive one. And the Pac-12, well, I guess the Pac-12 would be Oregon's minus 125. And Utah is minus 105. We're going to check those out, but we're not necessarily picking those. We are going with the best value for conference odds, Parlay Kid, a favorite that I did not mention in that batch, Alabama. So this plus 170, right, to win this. Uh, and to me, I think we usually sit here at this time of the year and we always say, uh, you know, we, we'll look back, I should say, maybe like a month from now going, how did we not jump on Alabama at plus 170? Like, what were, what were we thinking? I'm not going to be fooled by it, Sal. I'm not going to be fooled. I know they've had, they have not been excellent as of late. They have not been excellent really all year long, not to their standards of excellence, but at the same time, this Nick Saban led team. uh, And I think they're still really finding their way. They got a few games here to really now, uh, you know, accelerate the process to get better before this championship game that they're going to have which I'm pretty sure they're going to get there. And I'm not sold on Georgia, Sal. I'm really, I know they've got a great defense. Uh, I'm not sold on their quarterback to win a huge game like that. And is it possible in that championship game that it's going to mean a lot more to Alabama than it's going to mean to Georgia? Is it possible? That's got to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's only, would, the only way it's not possible is if Georgia gets tripped, if they so both have one loss. Right. right? But, so, yeah, so it's most likely where the game is going to mean a lot more to Alabama to win that uh, SEC championship. So I'm rolling with Bama here, Sal. I'm rolling right. with Bama at plus 170. I, I just, it's too good to pass up on a, on a Bama team. Lots of talk about the four that they have out now. Anybody want to guess the line? I uh, had Martin Weiss and and, uh, and Damashek guess yesterday what the line would be, the fictional line, but 
by an expert, an odds maker between Alabama and Oregon in the playoffs. That would be the two three. Oh, Alabama right. nine. Yeah, I was going to say ten. I was going to say ten and a half. Fourteen. Mm. Fourteen. So this is a team that people want. Like, oh, they should be outside the top four. It's like, yeah, they're still, <laughs> still everybody has them by two touchdowns. Still, they're going to have like eleven pros in the first, you know, day and right. a half. Of, right. That's come on. exactly. Exactly. So do you like that? Do you like Bama plus one seventy? Yeah, I do. The only I'm I'm trying to go backtrack or or look ahead and see Bry or whoever. What do you think that Georgia Alabama game is? Mm. Oh, that's what that's that's the key. It's probably man. I don't know what it be. You have to make Bama just a little bit of a dog, right? Yeah. Or maybe not. I mean, it's gonna be what? It's gonna be like two point. It's gonna be low. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be really yeah. So the 170 makes sense, and we'll never see it again, probably, Parley Kid, at this point. You know, we're looking the uh, middle of November already at plus 170. It's ridiculous. All right, Harry, you're going uh, Big Ten. I mentioned Ohio State is the favorite, minus 300. Everything comes up Ohio State. They jump in. They're all of a sudden in the top four, just like that. But you like Michigan at 10 to 1. 10 to 1, yeah. Uh, look, Michigan is going to need uh, – they're going to have to be best pals with uh, Ohio State in a couple weeks because they are going to need the Buckeyes to – beat Michigan State. And if they do, they get Michigan, they get a they get Ohio State at the end of the season. And if they win that, they go into the championship. So they need to have pulled those two out. And listen, running running wise, they are tremendous. They have uh, allowed mm-hmm. only six sacks all season. Haskins and uh Corum, sixteen hundred yards, twenty one touchdowns on the ground. These guys are lethal. They've only played Michigan's only played one bad half all season. That was that second half against Michigan State. So if they can get that, if they get Ohio State to beat Michigan State, and then do the they, they they have it in their palms of the hands to get to the championship game against probably Wisconsin and beat them. They're in ten to one's pretty good. All right, it's tough. It's becoming tough for me to separate Harry's thoughts. He's like running wise, they are dominant. They've only been allowed six sacks this year. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. I said they allowed six sacks first. Just letting you know. It's the it's the booster shot. I get it. Uh, all right. So ten to one. There you go, brother Brian. We're button heads here. You have NC State at plus five hundred. I have Wake Forest. They play each other. We'll cover this game tomorrow. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Wake Forest plus three fifty. They could still lose to NC State and get the nod for the conference championship game if NC State loses to Harry Syracuse, who's been very pesky, or UNC, who beat Wake Forest. Wake Forest is taking a lot of crap for losing that game. Obviously, no, no longer undefeated. Uh, UNC was a preseason top 10. So I don't know uh, too much about what, how much they should take for that. But obviously, that's going to be a big game. UNC, NC State. They have to win that one. They have to win this one, Brother Bry. I like Hartman for Wake Forest. I like this guy. Um, but you're going NC State at 5-1. to one. To win all these games. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking for value, I, I think the ACC is probably the place to go, right? Because you can even, mm-hmm. like, Miami has a shot, right? I, I think if 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 you have, like, one one game trip mm. trip up here, so even at 10 to 1, they have a shot. But well, they beat Pitt and NC State, they, right? Y- well, they be, yeah, Miami? yes, they did. But I think it only matters, I think the tiebreaker is just within their, like, the Atlantic or the Coastal. Right. Um, so okay. they would need Pittsburgh to... Uh, trip up, which they could. So basically, every, could. everything's a playoff game for NC State. They they have to win. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that, I, you know, that's something we could talk about too, right? Even with Harry's pick on on Michigan, it's like, are you better off taking the five to one odds, or should you just take them every week? You'd probably get a little bit um, better odds. Uh, but it's been a wide open s- all season, and um, 
like I said, a bunch of teams have this shot, but I do like I do like them to get past Wake. I think they're the better overall team. They're they're definitely better defensively. Um, and you know, if they get past, I know you were saying if they get past this game, though, they're home against UNC and against Syracuse. Um, and I would like their chances in that in that game against Pitt. I just feel like after that game, what we just saw with Wake against UNC, I could easily see yeah. them falling in a spiral. You know. I was kind of shocking that they were undefeated. Then all of a sudden I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden they have like three straight losses. Right. Because they, they well, also have Clemson right too on their schedule too. Um, right. So yeah, I, I would look at NC state. I, I think right now, I, I think they and, and Pittsburgh are probably the two best teams in the ACC. That, that's the thing. Like you say, it's wide open. I think it's wide open because all these teams have lost to bad right. teams. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, if you count UNC as a bad team. Um, but NC State, like I said, has lost to Miami. Pitt's lost to Miami. I don't know. It really is up in the air. It's going to come down to the last three weeks. But you're right. You get good numbers at five to one. I have it plus three fifty. Harry going Michigan ten to one. Parley kid going Alabama plus one seventy. We'll go over some big college football games tomorrow, mm. as well as uh, seven NFL games right now. But let's uh, check out Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Harry, you got more mail. Lovely. You want me to right. read it? <laughs> this one's not so bad. I showed uh, Mikey meatballs. This is he like this? Actually, it's in defense of Harry. It's from our friend Heath, who I think um, Heath hits us up on Twitter a lot. Oh, yeah. Cousin I Sal, Paul, nice. kid, brother, Bry and Harold. Well, not yeah. so fast, Harry. Long time listener, third time emailer. Uh, First off, you guys are amazing. Best podcast out there. Don't ever stop doing this pod. It's the best of all time. I'm here to defend Harry. He's my guy, and I will always have his back. However, I lied. Damn you, Harry. So the other night, I was laying in bed with my wife. She's sound asleep. I was getting ready to fall until, like every married man in bed with his wife, I thought of Harry. I had to check to see if his Mavericks went under against the heat. iPad booted up. Went to the four-letter network to check the score, and of course, they hit the over. I shouted, fucking Harry. And as soon as I shouted his name, my wife woke up from a dead sleep, swung her arm, and cracked me in the nose. I got a bloody nose, and it's all Harry's fault. Needless to say, I was banished to the living room for the rest of the night. On another note, this is interesting. On another note, I mean, this guy's really listening. I noticed Harry calls the Parley Kid by four different names. Parley Kid. <laughs> TPK, Darren, and D. I was trying to figure out the algorithm of why Harry chooses to call him different names. I think I figured it out. Harry calls him the Parlay Kid. Sorry, Harry calls the Parlay Kid Darren when he believes the Parlay Kid is mad at him and Harry needs to get in his good graces. He calls him calls him TPK because he's distracted while on a text chain with Sam Darnold and Andy Reid. I don't know if that's true. He calls him the Parlay Kid when he forgets his name, and I think he calls him D because he just watched an episode of The Wire. Well, Harry, let me know if that's true. You guys are the best. Good job by all of you. Your friend uh, till Heath. the end, Heath. That was one of the best. There you was, go. That was, that was great. That was one of the best great. ones we've ever gotten. Really good. Really good. Hey, actually, uh, actually, there's a fifth. Usually sometimes, Naren, I call you Big D. Big D a lot. Big D. <laughs> that's true. This is oh, true. Heath. Heath, wake your wife up. We've got a fifth candidate now. Oh, my Big gosh. D. Uh, oh. I don't know why uh, Heath has his credentials underneath his uh, picture and his name BFA Syracuse University Harry so this guy oh, could yeah, be nice. your best friend you know that there you go that's awesome all right he's great uh, on Twitter he's great on Twitter we, Thanks, we could sign off Harry you uh are you, you babyface Joel Solomon said you want to brag about fantasy I don't know what this could be I just said it's a big week but not that everyone really cares but a uh, big week in our fantasy where Brian and Darren are going head to head 
and me and you, Sal, are going head to head, and we're uh, we're Brian leads by a game, and the three of us are a game back. Yeah, there was also other bragging how I'm terrible, I'm the worst in the league, whatever. Well, get to the good stuff. No one gives a shit if we're playing. Oh yeah, each yeah, other. yeah. You, yeah. You, you have the since uh, the since CBS started. Um, okay. You have the worst record in the league, and <laughs> I am nine games over 500 against you. So, including this. All right. Wait, do we ever wait, remember is, Harry is that, winning anything, though? Do we ever I've won remember a couple, him winning? I won two years. Two years. Well, I feel like, two, I feel like maybe three. I feel like Harry hasn't. No way. I feel three. like Harry hasn't made money in forever, right? Like when he makes the playoffs, yeah. he usually finishes in fourth. Always bounced. fourth. I get bounced. <laughs> right. Always fourth. That is correct. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So wait, I don't know where all this. Wait, Harley Kidd hasn't yeah. made it in ages. Parley Kid or Darren or D. <laughs> All right, let's look or this up. We called him Parley Kid. Okay, that means he's got to get back in his good graces. All right, well, we're going to figure out this. The, the algorithm says you're in trouble, Harry. All right, there you go. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to go over 47 freaking games, maybe more email for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na